Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy fourth weekend. Kent and Curtis here. And by the way, Wiggy has got to be pumped about the latest news. Chris Hick. Who is this? Avril Levine? Canadian. Okay. Happy Canada Day. Stiz on the controls. Dame Dollar, Wiggy's guy, has officially requested a trade per various sources. Chris Haynes, Sham Sharania, Woj, etc. And the franchise is expected to accommodate him. Is it too late to bring him to Boston? I would say the best Canadian export is probably poutine. What about the uh, cookies I brought you? Those are great. Very good maple cookies. Mm -hmm. Would you like the ketchup chips? Ketchup? Ketchup flavored chips are big up there. All the rage. Oh, I don't like ketchup at all. Wow. Carl, you're probably not going to like That's an interesting nugget to know about Chris Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it that it was called catsup. I don't like ketchup. I don't like the only condiment I use. Stiz. What about the Pepsi flavored, flavored ketchup? I Greg, love the Greg's way, very excited. That's my lead Monday. Uh, Stizzer. Wait, what? Uh, barbecue sauce. That's on the fries. Only, yeah, I could do I, I'm I'm with that. I'm in with you on that. Big barbecue sauce guy. Well, July, the turn of the calendar, means a lot of things. Ever since Ken's promotion, he's a big, uh, what's the stupid mustard? Failed one-liner. Turn of the calendar, NHL New Year. Great Poupon, that's it. There you go. Got there. Patriots will start in three weeks, but they were busy this week restructuring some deals. Do you miss rolling down your own window? (laughs) (laughs) No, why? Pardon me, sir. Yeah, that's the great Poupon oh, ad. Okay. Follow along. God, Jesus. Sorry. Can Mary. I get to Catholic? He's sitting there on the Harbor Hotline ready to spew some knowledge. <laughs> Mike Catholic, WEI.com, Patriots beat Water. Hi, hi, Mike. How are you doing? Curtis, you don't like ketchup? Not a ketchup guy. Well, I'm, wow, I, I like tomato right. sauce. I grew up with an Italian you mom. Like... I, I don't like the tomato ketchup. Okay. Do, you eat, do you eat burgers? Uh, not a big burger guy. But if I do, I don't okay. use ketchup. Okay, interesting. All right. Well, what's up, guys? How we doing? Happy Saturday. <laughs> we're good. We're good. All right, so um, Hopkins is not going to sign anytime soon, correct? This is a couple weeks away at this point? It feels like every single day there's, like, a tiny bit of a leak, a bit, a bit of, little bit of news, what have you. There's interest. There's intrigue. There's mutual. Like, it's all, it's all just semantics at this point. I think it's probably Hopkins camp trying to, you know, squeeze out as much money as possible from either Tennessee or New England, or I feel like he's probably still in talks with Kansas City at this point. It feels like they keep coming up too. So, no, I don't think he's going to sign until either right before camp or, you know, within the first week or two of camp. So I don't think anything's really on the horizon. So this isn't a case where the Navy knew that the Titan had imploded, but they allowed us (laughs) to talk about it for five days. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's that's no, that's not what's happening here. So, I so I am interested in your thoughts on this, Mike, as a guy who's been around the team okay. for several years now. Do you share the sentiment that Tommy Curran um, discussed with Jones and Mago that Robert Kraft gives Bill Belichick carte blanche when it comes to spending? 
Uh, no, and I'm sort of in, in your boat here with this, Curtis. I've heard you talk about the whole the cash spending and the 27th, and right. it's all about upfront money and real cash. And Yeah, and I – no, I don't think um, – I don't think Robert is fully on board with that. I think it's a semantics game that he likes to play uh, with the media saying that we, we do spend to the cap and we do do this and we do that. But no, I don't think uh, I, to call him, you know, completely cheap, like some other owners out there is, is far fetched, but no, I don't think um, he's fully vested in giving bill what he needs because again, you, you've said it and it's, it's out there and bill told us, told Karen and told us last year that, they're 27th in cash spending, and he didn't say that by accident. That's him telling them, telling us that we don't really have the flexibility and the upfront money to make things like this work, so we do have to get creative, which is why we have to make subtle moves like they did this week with Devontae Parker and Jawan Bentley to try and, you know, squeeze out as much room as possible. So, um, look, if, if it all came down to it, I think – I do think at the end of the day, Robert wants to win, but to what extent, I'm not really, I'm not really too sure, frankly, on on how much money he's going to give up front for a guy like Hopkins or Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and I think the 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 approach, while what you just said was a great way to put it, that both sides can be right in almost all of these negotiations and discussions. Like, yeah, there's a good chance that Bill Belichick is excellent at seeing what the true value of a player is on the open market and understanding the competing teams and what their budgets are. I have no doubt that Bill Belichick is pretty good at picking a value for a player. 100%. Yep. The issue is that the getting that player at slightly beneath that value point to come to New England used to be a much easier task. Today, A, they need it for reasons that Bill's not interested, but Robert should be in terms of buzz, attention, you know, uh, expectations, you know, uh, I mean, the uh, pro shop's going to sell a bunch of jerseys, etc. That didn't used to be an issue. Today it is. And in order to lock in a guy that will benefit the club, and get into the building, whether that be, you know, not the practice field, but get with Mac Jones and others within the offense, is a great service, whereas Tom could start throwing with Antonio Brown in two days before a game and be just fine. That's not the case anymore. I just don't – Do they? there just doesn't seem to be a sense of urgency whatsoever when it comes to getting this team back to contention. Yeah, it's odd. And, Robert, he keeps saying we want to win and we want to get back to the playoffs and we want to do this and we want to do that. And like you said, if Bill wants that true value on a guy, maybe cough up a little bit more to just put get Hopkins here. And if that does turn into winning, then you're going to make your money back just about immediately. Like you said, whether it's jersey sales at the pro shop, whether it is a playoff game, a home playoff game that you can get here, like you're going to get that money back. So I don't fully understand the reason why they can't just cough it up. And I know, like, you don't want to overpay for a guy and then have him turn into what Julio Jones was in Tennessee. And then you look, it, look, it, it could be a win-win or a lose-lose really. So I don't know the reason, but I don't think uh, he has as much leeway as, as Robert says he does. We're talking to Mike Cadlick on the Harbor One Hotline, our WEI Pats beat writer, reporter extraordinaire. So what did the Parker restructuring mean? I think it was a, uh, uh, a Belichick guy thing, just like the uh, the Bentley was. I forget who put it this way, and I can't think of the exact word. But it was a loyalty signing, is what what it was. I think. I think he's come in. He doesn't talk much. Um, he just kind of puts his nose to the grindstone and works. And I think Belichick wanted to uh, reward him for that. And uh, I, I, again, we have to see the full structure of the contract because it looks, you know, it comes out as a three year, thirty three million dollar contract. But we all know that's not what it is. We got to see what the guarantees is. 
and even the way Rappaport reported it, he didn't say guarantees. He said guarantees and game-by-game uh, -game roster bonuses. So if he's hurt, I don't think he's going to get said guarantees. So I think he probably got a little money up front to make him happy. I think it ties him to New England for um, a little bit longer because when Hopkins, the Hopkins rumors did happen and we asked Parker about it uh, at minicamp, he was not happy and kept shooing us off with next question, next question, next question. He didn't want to hear it. I'm sure that he probably had some gripes about the visit itself because they do play pretty much the same position that, you know, outside X wide receiver. So I think this was a, Hey, you've done, you've come here, you've done your job. We're going to make you happy. And uh, you're not going anywhere. Even if we do bring in DeAndre Hopkins. Now Bill does some surprising things, but this pretty much assures he's on the team this year. Right. I mean, like even if they sign Hopkins, yeah. it would be born the guy out. Correct. That's what it, I I think so, um, but honestly, I don't think they really need to kick anybody out, even if they do bring in Hopkins, because they ha they have gone through injuries with Tyquan Thornton. They've gone through injuries now with Juju Smith-Schuster, who we haven't even seen in uniform um, when we've been there, which has been uh, interesting. And that, again, you give that guy the contract he gave him, and he can't get on the field. That's a tough look already. But no, if if you bring in Hopkins, I think it's more of an could be an insurance policy for your room rather than actually kicking a guy out. Uh, I just think it would give the rookies like Kayshawn Butte and Demario Douglas less of a chance to make the roster. But, look, if you bring in Hopkins and then you have a room with Hopkins, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Tyquan Thornton, again, that's that just bumps everybody down a notch, but it makes your room that much better because you have a guy in Hopkins who, again, we've talked about it on here. I've talked about it on EEI over the weekends and things. It's a guy who comes in, dictates coverage, and allows – Juju, Gasicki, Hunter Henry to all be number twos and not number ones. So I don't think anyone necessarily becomes an odd man out. I think it just adds more of a less uh, less of a chance for an injured guy to go bow out, and then you're you're not screwing yourself with nobody in the room. What do you make of the current relationship of Mac and Bill? Has there been any thawing of that? And what do you think of my take that the Devontae Parker restructure and extension? is a guy, once again, that is not exactly a Mac guy, a la Jacoby Myers, who's gone, and Kendrick Bourne, <laughs> who seems to keep getting kicked down the line. Yeah, I think that one's a little far-fetched. I don't think this is a slap Thank in the face you. to, to sign this guy. Sorry, Curtis. No, I, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think that's, uh, that's a little bit too conspiratorial for, for me. Um, I don't know how great their relationship is, but it's good enough for him to still be the quarterback here. And... Uh, for him to say some nice words about Mac when he has to. Um, I think it actually, uh, him and Mac, Parker and Mac, actually have uh, a decent uh, chemistry on the field. I know he had uh, he had a really good game against Baltimore last season, and then he was obviously ended up hurt with uh, the concussion and all that stuff. So he's a guy who can't really stay either. So um, it's interesting where that's going to wind up. But I think um, – it, what it does, and this was sort of my original thought, was that it finally adds some consistency around Mac Jones and around the offense. It's a guy who you know is going to be here for longer than just this year. Because if if uh, if Hopkins comes in, it's probably going to be only one or two years. So, like, there's no real uh, stones around Mac Jones because obviously you let uh, Jacoby leave and now you bring in Juju and then John o. Smith's gone, you bring in a new tight end. So it's really been ag every single season for Mac. Parker being here, it gives a guy in year two who maybe he can develop another sort of, uh, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? With uh, a security blanket. A security blanket uh, wide receiver who maybe you continue to grab some rapport with. So, uh, no, uh, 
Was he a guy, Mike, that you thought was 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 he a guy that you're like, oh, I hope they keep keep this guy around a couple years? Like, I for me, I watched no. him last year. I thought he was nothing spectacular at all. No, he was he wasn't great when when he signed um, or when they traded for him rather for Miami. I thought, okay, this could be pretty good. A, a, a true X receiver, a guy who's a jump ball guy that Mac can get the ball to. It looked like that was going to start start off and be the case early, uh, and then again he fizzled out. So no, I, I was kind of shocked by the move. Um, I thought if there was going to be an odd man out, like we talked about uh, with a Hopkins signing, that it was going to be Parker. Again, there's way too much overlap there, and he didn't impress me. But if the restructure bumps his cap number down and he's making less money and it actually turns into a pay cut, I'm fine with keeping him around. But, no, I'm not I'm not completely impressed with the guy, but, hey, maybe he proved us wrong this season. But why would he sign that incentive-laden deal just to get DeAndre Hopkins here when those incentives become less likely to reach given the presence of Hopkins, if indeed that's part of it. My thought is that maybe he got more money up front and so that he is making money now and that the incentives just give him even more, even though his cap number goes down. Again, there's a million different ways to to rework the cap, and it's it's kind of obnoxious and it's all manipulatory or manipulative, but – um, I'm thinking maybe he got he's getting more money money now, and then his cap number goes down, and the incentives can make him some loss. But again, we'll see when all the numbers come out. Of the uh, free agents for next year, on when you Uche Duggar Hunter Henry, I think's in that class. Who gets signed next? Mm-hmm. Any of those a slam dunk? Uh, Kyle Duggar should be a slam dunk. That kid's a stud. He's like a. He, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was an All Pro last year, but um, I think he can be an All Pro safety this year. That kid's a monster in the box, um, in coverage as well. He he struggled a little bit, but he got better last season. Um, I think he's going to make a massive leap this year with McCordy leaving. Um, Uche last year kind of felt like an anomaly because it was the year he was finally healthy and he got on the field and was able to, I guess, piggyback off being a bookend to. Um, to Judon, so we'll see what happens with that. On Wenu, I think they're going to let walk, but I think Duggar should be a slam dunk, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's the next extension that happens. All right, Mike, looking forward to the coverage. This will be a kind of a quiet month, but maybe not. A quick maybe one. Not. We've been doing dysfunction talk, uh, something I know well. Yeah. Um, where would you <laughs> Where would you put the Patriots in the AFC East in terms of most dysfunctional? Would they be at the top, the bottom, where, where as compared to the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins? Uh, it's interesting. I think the Jets dysfunction is uh, a little overblown. Like, I think they're going to be just fine. Everyone talks about, oh, it's the Jets. It's the Jets. Like, Robert Saul is a fine coach, and Aaron Rodgers for is, is, you know, crazy and whatever he can be. Like, I think he's going to come in and kind of want to kick ass, so I think they're going to be fine. Um, the Bills dysfunction, I mean, yeah, they're a little dysfunctional with the Stefan Diggs nonsense, but I mean, they're also the best team in the division, so um, I don't think it really has an effect. So as far as dysfunction, I think the Patriots will probably be at the top, but it's not its not anything that they can't get over. Like, I, I know you said you love dysfunction, talk. I think they're going to be fine, <laughs> and I'm sort of, a, I'm sort of a, a, a homer in that, but I think they're going to be able to just compete this year. I think the, the stuff, the dysfunction was with Matt Patricia. That's where it starts and ends, and I know Judge is still here, but he's away from the offense. He's doing his special teams. Leave them there. Keep them siloed. I think they're going to be fine. So right now they're at the top, but I don't think it's as dysfunctional as of the division as everyone wants to make it out to be. Either. All right, Mike. Enjoyed it. Enjoy your 4th of July holiday. Take care, Mike. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. All right, Mike Catholic, WEI.com, and read his work there. His reaction to the uh, signing of Parker, the restructuring of Parker, a loyalty signing.
the Belichick guy. A reward for being a Belichick guy. You know what? I, I used to love this team when they rewarded excellence, not people that bend the knee for the freaking head coach. Well, I gave you executive producer title, and you didn't deserve it. I mean, it was above your... Good. There we go. Let's make it about me. Not relevant oh, to the Oh, come on. Lighten up. Now, we got a Bruins signing. We have any kind of an, like, an alert here? Yeah. Can I get a nice... Can we get a brass bonanza? The Boston Bruins have signed... Ally of Frady. Not Ally. That'd be a great return. A net front presence veteran, James Van Reemsdyke. Van Reemsdyke, I like him. JVR, one year, one million. <laughs> cheapo, cheapo. JVR has been around forever. Longtime Philadelphia Flyer, then went to Toronto, then went back to Philly. Back to Philly, right. He's been in the league since 2009. He was. He entered, I think, in 2009. Good low-cost move. I love it. We're shopping at Costco's. Well, they really are. And there was a report earlier that Lucic might come back. That's not official yet. Now, here's the bad news. David Pagnotta covers the NHL or Sirius and the NHL Network. As of now, it does not sound like Boston is going to circle back on Tyler Bertuzzi. Really? Barring a big pivot, Bertuzzi expected to sign elsewhere. Well, that is big. People fell in love with Bertuzzi. You know what? It really sucks because around here we lost Bertuzzi's and now we lost Bertuzzi. <laughs> And they traded, what they trade for Bertuzzi? They traded uh, a couple picks, a, a, for at least one first in there. Yeah. Uh, so They'll get those picks back when they trade Linus. Could be right. Could be right. But that's then you're down to one goalie. And as we know, that was a bit of a problem in the postseason. Got to stand on your head. All right, so Van Riemsdyk in. Does not appear that Tyler Bertuzzi is coming back. And a little NBA news, Damian Lillard has preferred destinations in the Eastern Conference that do not include the Celtics. Dang it. Would you care to, I guess, where he prefers to go? Uh, let's see. In the Eastern Conference? In the said, East. I'm going to guess the the mm, the Sixers? Nope. The Heat? Yes. Miami Heat or the Brooklyn Nets? Well, I would choose Miami over Brooklyn, 10 out of 10. All right, Stiz has more of your news, but that's a lot of news flying wow. at this hour. A lot of hockey signings going on. NHL free agency is open. Van Riemsdyk, a Bruin. Do they call this the cool stove because of AC? AC. Winter Alex baseball Cora? talk is the hot stove. Oh, okay. You know, he hits like one out of three, I think, at this point. On the weekend especially, your hit rate on the weekend is much worse I'm than the I'm working with show. an absolute stiff high. <laughs> Don't call Stiz a stiff. <laughs> Here we go. Stiz Grimey ready to try. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Red Sox got the job done last night in Toronto. Jaron Duran hit a two-run homer. James Paxton and two relievers combined on a three-hitter, and the Sox snapped a season-worst five-game losing streak, beating the Blue Jays 5-0. The second of the three-game series will continue today in Toronto. First pitch at... 305. The Red Sox are scheduled to start right-hander Cutter Crawford. He's 0-1 with a five and a quarter ERA in three career games, two starts against Toronto. Don't forget, you can catch every pitch right here on the Shaw's and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. My guy Christian Arcan will get you game ready starting at 205 with the Mass Mutual pregame show, Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. Kristaps Porzingis has agreed to a two-year, $60 million extension with the Boston Celtics. Earlier this month, Porzingis picked up his $36 million player option for next season in order to facilitate his trade to the Celtics. And this extension, which kicks in next summer, will keep him in Boston until 2026. 
Porzingis sat down with Mark D'Amico and had this to say when asked about playing with Tatum and Brown. I think it lines up perfectly. Uh, we're similar age. And I think this is also a good age for a basketball player because it's you start to mature. You see basketball slows down. Again, you have more experience. Your, your, maybe your priorities change a little bit. As I said, these guys are all about winning, and, and I want to be a part of it. And I think it could be a, it could be a perfect mix. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ken and Curtis right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my weed from California. That's that. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I know this song intimately because with the six-year-old daughter, we listen to Kids Bop, and they have a Kids Bop version of Peaches, and I have heard it. We just went on a road trip. God, it was like eight hours of Kids Bop, and this song plays every hour, so this is a hot tune, Curtis, right here. James just likes the Ben Shapiro podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're training him young. Now... Couple things to follow back up on here, Kenny Curtis, with Arcan coming in at one. Bruins signed Van Riemsdyk, one year, one million, but they're not signing Bertuzzi, so they went for the dumpster dive on the net front presence, Curtis, because they couldn't afford Bertuzzi. Another <laughs> JVR is fine, but he's old. Is that we're going to be doing tomorrow night at City Field? Uh, tomorrow night, City Field. Tomorrow night, City Field, Yankee Stadium, Monday night. Little New York trip for this guy. Uh, I have been to City. Awesome. Yeah. Love City Field. I'm I have excited. not seen the new Yankee Stadium. I used to love when the Sox used to play Sunday night baseball. Drive down Sunday at like two, park off. Is it the Deegan or whatever the hell that is? Park for like twenty bucks, get tickets, get go same day back and forth because it's so convenient by the Cross Bronx. Not a bad ride. I've got good seats at Yankee Stadium. I've got bad seats at the Mets game. So is this uh, thanks to FAN? <laughs> thanks to my good friends Spike Eskin and WFAN. All right, so yeah. you're gonna take Look for um, me on the tube Monday night. What's his face? Geo. I would love to meet up with Geo, my old Pittsburgh buddy. Unfortunately, no. Is Boomer going to be on the uh, Greg Hill Show? He is. Boomer Love will it. be back. Greg Hill Show, by the way, before we get back to the, all the breaking news here in a second, NHL news and a uh, couple other items. But um, just want to say thank you to everybody at the uh, Bernie Beach Bar location up in Hampton <laughs> Beach. This is a week old now, but um, you were on with Shine last week. I'm sure you guys talked about it a little bit. Awesome, unbelievable add to the Greg Hill Show, the Greg Hill Road Show. You guys all did a great job. Greg, Wiggy, Courtney, yourself, Shine, even Jackson, getting out meeting the people. Greg really worked hard to create that event, and uh, it was awesome to see the crowd there early. Perfect day. Couldn't awesome. have gone better. Were they number one on your uh, power rankings? Yeah, that was. Hampton was great. I, I honestly, I, I asked my mom uh, uh, last Saturday, I was like, why did we never go to Hampton Beach? Like, I 
it was unbelievable. She was like, ah, it was over the border. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she grew up uh, going to Gloucester, Long Beach. Yeah. Uh, and, sure, it's banging up there today. It should be a perfect day for it. Oh, my God. But it was just, what a cool place. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I the, the Goat, the restaurant, really good spot, great nachos, great apps, and then... The Surf Hotel, whatever, it was awesome. Very nice. Brand, like, newly re- surf renovated. Surf House. The Surf House. And then uh, Bernie's Beach Bar, just looking out over the Atlantic Ocean. Just spectacular. Well, credit to you and Greg for building quite the brand, and the ratings are kicking ass here. So, looking great, good. great uh, headwinds here heading into the fall. I heard Curtis get right up in that water to give that weather report. Yep. Good job. Famous weather report. Yep. Whose idea was that? Uh, I think that was Kevin Graham's uh, big idea. Jason was, Wolf told me about that. Gold. Curtis in the water giving weather reports is gold. People no. want it. Uh, Give Ken, the people Ken, what they want. I love you. You know, no matter how much you try to piss me off, <laughs> I'll always love you. Now, uh, the Bruins, just a, I, I don't want to let this go now. Don't let it go. You gave up a first-round pick, which is gold in the NHL, for Tyler Bertuzzi. He was a rental. You were unable to sign him. So was it worth it? Because now he's gone. You can't afford him. You brought in Van Riemsdyk on a one-year, $1 million deal. You had a guy that worked. I mean, he came in and worked. You did everything. Sweeney did everything he could, except you burned a first-round pick. So you, you've compromised the future of your organization for somebody who was here and gone. Was, was it worth it in hindsight? Of course. You have to go for it. You have to. This is, I, I, am, I will never get angry over teams that try too hard at a deadline to get a team over the top to a championship. You say that now, but if in a couple of years they are bereft of talent and have no youth well, and no if, prospects. What was the the year where the pa- the Patriots, sorry, the Bruins had con- three consecutive draft picks that all failed miserably? And well, one of them ended up being DeBrusque, who revived. No, they're, anyway, they're just, I I mean this, I really do. I, I will not sit back and rip Heim Bloom, Don Sweeney, Bill Belichick, or... Brad Stevens, if they are going for it, all in at a deadline. You yourself with the Celtics ripped Brad presciently about the Muscala done of a deadline. Dud. So, you know, maybe the Celtics are, you know, get past the heat and get to the NBA Finals. I doubt they beat the Nuggets, but who knows if they do more at the deadline. So, no, I'm not going to sit here today and rip Sweeney for, for what he did. It I'll rip Sweeney did. if he brings back both goalies, definitely. Because yeah. you need you, – you need – to spread your talent around. I trust Bob Asenza. Just like I said this, Bill Belichick should never pay a cornerback. Obviously, it worked out with Rivas first season. They win a Super Bowl, whatever. But he is so good at finding and developing top-end corners and safeties from Lenore Ryan. Kyle Duggar might be an all-pro this year. Mm-hmm. A pick I mocked. I mean, you and I both. Bill Belichick is so good at the secondary that I trust him implicitly to go and find people. Same thing with the Sens and the Bruins. How many from Tim Thomas won two Vesnas, Rask won at least one, now you got Linus. I mean, that's three different goalies being the best goalie in the sport over the course of 15 years. So would you trust Swayman or Linus? I would keep Swayman. You keep keep Swayman, the young guy. Yep, get rid of the goldfish. <laughs> He's quirky, though. You need, you need your goaltender to be odd and quirky. Well, I mean... Everybody loved Tim Thomas until they saw who he voted for. <laughs> yeah. I don't know uh, much about the backup of the AHL, whether he's capable of being a number two. So that they might need to say, if they're going to do that, they got to sign like a veteran goalie on a deal like they just signed Van Riemsdyk. Get like another, the Yarrow type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Get Yarrow Halak back. 
A um, couple of minor signings. The only other big one that I see is uh, Ryan O'Reilly, your guy, four-year deal with the Nashville Predators. Can I just tell you, the Nashville downtown, the fact that they only have two teams is crazy to me. Is it? Does it feel like Buffalo size or Boston size? How big? I have never been to Buffalo. Oh. Um, You're it, just it, ripping it earlier. Well, it's upstate New York. Yeah, Buffalo's nice, especially in the summer. I don't know. I saw Bruce Almighty, so I got a pretty good feel. <laughs> Um, the downtown, it reminded me initially of Indianapolis, kind of small. Um, but I didn't, I was later told there were far other, there are more places to see, mm-hmm. but the, the Preds building is right off Broadway. Bridgestone Arena. And it is, I mean, uh, it, it looks like an awesome place. The Titans, you go downtown, you go on Broadway or any of those, you know, main streets, you can go to the Kid Rock Steakhouse, which I'm sure you'd be a fan of. Mm-hmm. And then you cross this footbridge over the Cumberland River, and it takes you right to Nissan Stadium. And so you can go all the way, you know, go to Tootsie's, go to any of the famous bars on Broadway, and they start drinking early. Holy cow. That is the drunkest town I have ever seen in my life. I did Austin for my buddy's uh, bachelor party, and that was uh, Lake Travis was pretty wild. I have never seen more drunk people drunker than I saw them in Nashville. And, you know, how about a little, we let you go to Nashville? You took a couple days off work. I mean, We let you go to Nashville. Like, yeah, well, or maybe I've earned the right. Okay, you've earned the right, but there God, you go. I mean, I, the are, you, fact are you happy? We, it was, you had a nice experience there. I, I, yeah, I, I, Give I, me I a show praise I show, once in a while. I Jeez. show my gratitude by working hard and being good at my job. And you guys are working on the third. I appreciate that. The Greg Hill Show in full force. Oh, well, Courtney's off, but yeah. anyway, well, we'll have the show Courtney there. Probably Wait, or remote Courtney weighing in. Hey, our guy uh, Cadillac, who we just had on, just posted this at wei dot com. It's an ESPN Jeremy Fowler report. Jeremy Fowler is oddly mm-hmm. into the Patriots. Dalvin Cook rumor. Here's from Fowler. New England, they need a running back. Yes. They like to have two good backs. They've got Ramondre Stevenson. They are at least intrigued by Dalvin Cook. Hmm. Now, I don't know what that cost contract-wise is. What's Cook going to go for? Like huge... Not much. No? No. And this reminds me of last year or the year before they had the big uh, offseason. Remember they played the Chargers? They win by the pick six, and they you know they beat Herbert. But Bill was like humping Hunter Henry's leg at midfield. <laughs> Dalvin Cook and the Vikings, didn't he have a pretty big game? Am I losing my mind in the uh, Thanksgiving night? Hmm, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, I could see Dalvin Cook being a guy Belichick likes. Far less expensive. They, they lose Damian Harris. Ramondre can get dinged up. You know the running back is... A, a position that's most likely on the offense, that's in the skill position spot to get a ding or two. He did not have that great of a game against the Patriots. 22 carries, 42 yards, 1.9 per tote that game. Not Four much. catches. Long but, rush of eight yards. But he's had some big games, obviously. Right. Last year he only had 200-yard games, but he did rush for almost 1,200 on the year, eight touchdowns. It was the uh, one of the Saturdays when the Vikings had that massive comeback. I forget who they beat. But uh, he had a big – I remember watching. It was one of the national TV games. He he went off. I, I could see Bill being interested in him. Absolutely. Now, one report here had said Cook wants far closer to his $10.4 million he was supposed to make this year in Minnesota. Um, so if he wants $10 million a year, Bill's not paying him that. But if they've offered him a contract and maybe his value is diminishing the longer he stays out of the market, would that be a Hopkins-esque no. signing? No. Just because of the position? Right. Nobody cares so much about running backs? But it is, He's 27, it's, though, and he has a name. 
I mean, what? How great of a name is Dalvin Cook? He's pretty. He's like he was like the number one running back in the league two years ago, especially a fantasy guy. People know running backs. Yeah, I think uh, it would not change the outlook of the season for me the way DeAndre Hopkins would at all. But I mean, it'd be a nice step in the right direction, I guess. I just don't get why they don't bring in DeAndre Hopkins. A clear need, a clear available. I mean, what a what a gift that he's just sitting there. You don't even have to give up a draft pick. Yeah, depends what they want. Depends what how much money he wants. Why? Why does it depend? <laughs> because that's not it's an answer. Ego. You cannot just pay this guy like he's a superstar. He's not a superstar anymore. He's coming off a PED suspension. First of all, you got to prove it. Oh yeah, Bill hates guys with PED suspensions. <laughs> well, I mean. If he if it requires pills to get open, prove it to me that you can get open without taking a pill. Yeah, I mean, I I would be far more concerned about Smith Schuster coming off of a year where Patrick Mahomes is his quarterback, and given what he performed, what did your Pittsburgh guys say about Juju? No, oh, they were very down on Juju and his off the field antics, social media. So this distractions. is this is why you're you're somewhat dishonest at this job. If your Pittsburgh friend had given you incredible reviews that's all you'd be talking about with juju <laughs> but since it was negative you hardly ever mention it i don't think juju was a great signing i wish they'd have kept jacoby myers so what is it where would you put order i like the, gasecki order the patriots wide receivers one through four right now on the parker roster. clear number one top 10 receiver in football okay gasecki two red zone threat he's more of a receiver than a tight end Juju and does Bourne, three you, and four does it concern you that your big acquisitions are from a division rival that allowed these guys to leave uh, it's even better. All the more, uh, it'll be revenge games. You get more out of them for those two games against Miami. You, don't you, mean Gusecki... inter- you mean the interception that Devontae Parker had, throwing a ball thrown at him at the first game of the season? <clears throat> yeah, but this year, Gasecki, revenge against the Dolphins? Come on, he's ready to torch that team. So that's that's what you want. Okay, you want I love a little, it. You want a little personal division investment. What? Uh, so you don't think there's a DeAndre Hopkins signing at all? No, between... he's using the Patriots. He is, Cadillac's right, he's going to sign with the Chiefs. He will go to a team. He he says he doesn't want to like. He wants to go to a team with a great defense. He will go to the team that has the best chance to win this year, and that's Kansas City. Yeah. What an advantage you had! That's the other thing you said. This you think Brady sits back and wishes he took more money? And I said, yeah. You were the centrifugal force of the NFL for ten years at least. Mm-hmm. Whether it was you know Bennett or Harrison on the defensive side, you know you were the Legarrette Blunt every guy that needed some reclamation or some you know ability they were dying to come and play with you if you had maximized the spending elsewhere you would have been unstoppable yeah and you just allowed that time to pass that's never happening again ever (laughs) that's why if you're the bruins and you're like oh was should sweeney feel bad no like last year was a a unicorn everything was going your way but all the more tragic that they blew it oh i don't think they get enough crap they will not, I don't think they're going to get over this. I don't think they'll they'll run it back this year and they'll be in the playoff picture. But it's just that is crushing the way the Bruins went out, crushing. And even it, the thing that Milbury I thought was way ahead of this on with uh, Greg every Thursday was the the way in which Montgomery was kind of like poo pooing Don Cherry and other guys. Like right, they right. sort of acted like they had already figured everything out, which is such a bad way to do things. Especially Montgomery under- wasn't like that often, but that that's the one comment he kind of got out, which he got out, out over his skis too far. And I'm surprised for a guy who had a lot to prove, especially in the playoff, he was totally unproven. And then just inexplicably late in the series making bonehead moves. But going to Swayman in game seven and not earlier, and then just the way in which the 
entire they were up three games to one twice with third period leads in game six and seven. A minute left in the game at home, up a goal. You allow a pulled goalie, an empty net goal to tie it. And then in overtimes, you were just outmanned and outplayed all over the ice. Yeah. And we shouldn't let the Celtics off the hook either. You got a game seven at home. Oh, you should have completed that comeback. One. And now Miami's going to get Lillard. It's almost like because of the two teams' disasters. <laughs> they like mitigated the 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 after effects because they were you couldn't possibly give either as much attention. Yeah, right, like the Butler play, the Butler benching. There was nothing else going on. It's the middle of February. You <laughs> it was we, just three months. We of just bu- did the exact Belichick show bashing. over and over and over again. Yeah. Whereas with this, you had almost simultaneous shell shocked fan bases for very different reasons to the point where neither was able to really. And now the Celtics are on the other end of it. They got Porzingis. It feels like the fan base is... And the Patriots came back to win after the Butler debacle. So maybe I said this, I said this last week. See if you agree with this. The worst thing that ever happened for the rest of the Patriots' time was Super Bowl 53. Because you had the Chiefs game where Bill had the brilliant first half, shuts out Mahomes. Brady's able to maintain it with, um, I mean, maybe his best half of football or the best fourth quarter in overtime outside of Super Bowl 51 ever given what was on the line and all that. The three third down and tens, you know, in the middle of the freezing cold at Arrowhead. And that led them to the Super Bowl, where thanks to the non-PI call, the Saints might have had a better shot against this Patriots, that Patriots team. You have Jared Goof, where Bill totally pantses him. The defense wins that game. And Bill kind of sits back and is like, yeah, it is me. You know, it is the defense. It's who cares? McVay, you know, he's peeing down his leg pregame. He's talking to me about how amazing I am. That that game. It's the worst for you because you don't want to give Bill any credit for that no, I just title. You, you, you focus great... more on the AFC title game. I'm, I give you credit. You finally did give him a little props here. No, I, now. I, 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 they, Bill Belichick won that Super Bowl. Absolutely. But without this, you know, Mahomes embarrassed Bill in the second half of the AFC title game. And as he does everybody, he's a great mm-hmm. player. Yeah. But. Brady lifted the team on his shoulders, and if if is there any doubt if they get a field goal in that opening drive that the Chiefs win that game? Nope. So a must-have, he does it. But the way that that was sort of an outlier in today's NFL, but Bill was able to, I think, convince himself that, you see, Tom's superfluous. We're not giving him a big deal. We're moving on. You can still do it that way. Eagles got to a Super Bowl with a great defense. It is still possible. Well, you they just need well, the quarterback. They, they to be... played a third string quarterback in the NFC title game. Well, but yeah, but you need Mac to be better than he is. Mac in the coordinator, which they got the new coordinator in. So you can do it with Bill Light. Uh, we missed Danny in the eleven o'clock hour. You want to squeeze him in here now? Danny from Quincy. I love squeezing Danny. Right before the end of the show. Hi, Danny. How are you? Sorry, brother. You know, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a sea journey. I'm way, way down in a just undisclosed location. Anyway, oh, the Titan. Um, so I had, I had to anchor and pull over and get you before you close. But, uh, well, I mean, Ken, you say that Bill Belichick won a Super Bowl in 18 with the, with a Brian Flores-led defense. Hmm. I mean, that was one. Brian Flores is one of the best defensive minds the Patriots have had in their history, short of Romeo Cornell. And the fact that they let him go, I couldn't – the fact that they let him go was uh, – but they rushed four guys, uh, especially middle, middle to the end of the season, into the playoffs – that team was a quarterback destroyer. And I know it because I've been pining for rush pass rushes my whole life watching the Patriots. They made popcorn a quarterbacks look like uh, 
like Hall of Famers. And that was the only year going into the playoffs and then into the Rams game where their defense shut everyone down. And Brady was Brady made clutch plays, but they had an offensive line that could run block first and then they could turn around and pass fly. That was a good team. Yep. And yet last week I'm in, I'm listening to Ken when you were gone. Yeah. It was supposed to be this big showdown. Curtis versus the Chimey Grind guy. Matt versus not Matt. Tune in for the showdown. I get on. They lasted a half an hour. Curtis divorced his wife and married Chimey or whatever. Oh, By God. the end of the show, they, yeah, agreed, what, they agreed with every, every, each one of them agreed with each other. The whole show. I'm sad. so glad to hear you, Ken. Back you, on the air. Thank you. Thank you. No, there's uh, unbelievable. <laughs> hey, no, no, hey, listen, do you know if um, uh, Curtis wait, bullies Chime around? I mean, he's, he's wait, the let's poor get, kid. Wait, wait, hold on. We have to mention the host across the street, and then we got to mention how I don't support <laughs> no, troops. No, 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 no. Curtis, no one, no one, you, you mention history all the time. You go back, and I think it's good to uh, point out historical reference. Right. I mean, under 500, under on 500, now. one playoff win in 10 years. That's history. Who's that? Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. Oh, God. Oh, okay. It's without the guy, one guy, the coach, without the one player. And yeah, I know Tom, kind of an important player, just like yeah, the Chiefs know, without you know, Mahomes would like, be a little bit different. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And, you know, if it wasn't for that referee ripping the Saints off, Drew Brees would have beat the Patriots, and the Rams game never would have happened. Oh, well, my God. Uh, what Danny, what, freaking, what would the Chiefs be without do, Mahomes, Curtis. Danny? Danny, what would the Chiefs be without Mahomes? Well, what would they be? That's the question I'm asking you. I'm not arguing that, Kurt. Yeah, well. Well, you said one player. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's the singular player in the history of the sport. (laughs) Look at the the credit (laughs) Andy Reid gets. It is. It is. The singular player in the history of the sport. Andy Reid was a hero. Poor Eric Bieniemy, the, the offensive coordinator, oh, the Eric former Bien-Ami. offensive coordinator <laughs> for the Chiefs. Yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah. Wonder Reed, why he's never gotten a head coaching brilliant. job. Yeah, Andy Reid, a brilliant offensive mind. Look at he did. Look at he did. No, I didn't hear any credit. Ninety percent of the credit went to Andy Reid after that Super Bowl. Ninety percent. Uh, you're That's watching different you shows do. than you I am, buddy. Your I, 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 turtle. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest player in the NFL today. He could be the greatest quarterback. By the way, of all Ken. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, by the way, Ken, Curtis told the sweatpants story for the 15,000th time on the air. Oh, like, sorry, I like that. I'm going into a studio with no cameras, no dress code, and yep, I've seen you come in. Yeah, I know, Curtis, you're no slave to fashion. There's a camera on you every morning. Trust me, <laughs> it ain't pretty. It ain't freaking pretty. He watches okay, eyes start everywhere. Very uncomfortable. Slave to fashion. What hoodie are you going to wear today, Curtis? Who the hell cares if I'm wearing sweatpants? Uh, Mr. Jagler, Mr. Andelman, a... hi, I'm, I'm Danny. Going... I'm going to come in with some edge today. <laughs> All right, it's the 4th of July weekend. We're supposed to be relaxed. Can you two just back off? Contentious. That was always contentious. We, it's usually 11 o'clock hour. That's fine. Late Danny. One better... player of the no quarterback Danny. of the NFL. Mm, yeah, I, I think they're kind of important. Our candidate one, it's Ken and Curtis. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Who's singing, Curtis? Artist is? Hmm. Nobody's singing right now. Um, because of the theme today... I'm going to go with Neil Young. All right. Nice Ooh, job. Nailed job. it. Sis <laughs> told you ahead of time. He did. <laughs> There's no way you pulled that off on your own. Six years of working with you, I know that's not possible. Oh, man. 
All right, Kenneth Carter's home stretch here. You got a couple remember angry callers. We, remember, I don't know what the subject was, but there was something going on, and you were feeding Kirk answers to a quiz, and Jerry got so mad. <laughs> <laughs> he took it so personal. Let's go to Brian in the car before we get out of here. Hi, Brian. Hey, who's this, Curtis? Hey, Brian. How you doing, buddy? Curtis, did you just make that balloon head statement saying that Patrick Mahomes is potentially the best quarterback of all time? So, Brian, I appreciate your concern. And, A, I haven't drank today. Um, and, B, yeah. I would say I can't, as a card-carrying member of the Tom Brady fan club, someone who heard people well, say, mean, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, let me finish. I heard people my whole point, life, I heard my whole life, Brian, point, Brian, Brian, you ask a question, you're not being hung up on. Tom Brady was constantly said he can't be the next Montana, and then he became the next Montana, and then he became the greatest quarterback of all time. I am not going to be this 70-year-old man screaming at kids on my lawn saying, it's only one Tom Brady. If Patrick Mahomes has a better rest of his career than Tom Brady had, then he'll be, he'll be better. As an individual player, Brian, I think Mahomes may be the best quarterback I've ever actually seen. It doesn't mean he's accomplished as much, but oh, he's Jesus. incredible. What a rookie What a rookie statement. Look at if this is not your first paper rule, Curtis, okay? I'd put Jim Plunkett ahead of Patrick Mahomes right now. Wow. Okay, Brian. I'll talk to you later. I mean, good Lord. I like Plunkett, too. Gamer. <laughs> what? <laughs> talk about. What about Burt Jones? I'd that, Burt Jones. That was the Howard Dean, yeah, of sports talk debate. Yeah. Go to Paulie and Denim. Paulie! What? Hey, what's happening, boys? How are we? Uh, you know, Curtis, you jog my memory when you're talking about the beaches up in Gloucester. Yeah. I used to go to Good Harbor a lot. They oh, were, yeah. They were often named Best Beach in Massachusetts. They got a snack bar and everything. I always wanted to go to Long Beach, which is one beach, the next beach north. But it was oh, there was never any park in there, so we always, always ended up in yeah, Good Harbor. I, but, I lucked man, out because my aunt, uh, my great aunt, uh, had a a place right right there, so we could park there and go right to the beach. So nice, yeah. It's bro, you got to get there early, or well, you you know you got to go back up town and try to park there. It's, it can be a real tough deal. Yeah, but um, yeah. Talking about talking about the pass real quick. Bob Kraft uh, talking talking this week's eight. He's looking for ring number seven. He he's going to see God before he gets ring number oh, seven, geez. unless he's planning on Mac Jones breaking a leg and kind of sign resigning Tom Brady. Again, that's the only shot. One year have. away, Paulie. You know, they're but... one year away. Aye. Red Sox and the Patriots. And Arkan would agree with that. He knows they're close. They well, are banging on the door. Christian, the callers today have close been to what five hundred. <laughs> what are you talking about? One year away from titles. Yeah, yeah. The Red Sox. Red Sox. The Boston and the... Red Sox. Yes. Yes. Brian Bayo, Ace. James Paxton. <laughs> how can Curtis? Did you watch? Uh, how do you sit here and listen to this? Arkan, <laughs> did I'm you watch you Big Maple last Ugh. night? I I, I really I, I need to find a medication that I only take on Saturdays because there are just so many statements. Okay. That... Last year I called Bayo Pedro Junior and got mocked this? for a year. Now a year later, Laird Man is right, one hundred percent right. They have an ace. They have the foundation of the entire franchise and now we're pivoting to i don't know what else you just you don't want to hear the red Sox. how's are the not, rest of the team right are not close to a championship <laughs> they're average how's everybody other than brian bayo on the team they're average what are, what are about, they've so 80 percent of the games their foundation and by the way they're play. four and a half out of a playoff spot despite playing pretty crappy for the first half of the year so they're not that far away okay how I, about pretty crappy the last two weeks been a bad couple weeks it's but, been very very the last bad two nights i've enjoyed and we're ready to sweep the. Uh, well, they you like sweep. when they lost the <laughs> game where the pitcher had a no hitter going into the eighth and they still lost? Do you like that? Eh, it was still encouraging. I didn't like that. Oh, God. You know what I really like, though? 
when Ken came into the office yesterday and said those magical words everyone wants to hear before a holiday weekend, which is, it's Canada Day, Arkansas, so you have to stay on the air an extra half hour. A little extended <laughs> that's, that's what everyone loves to hear. Come on, that's 10 extra minutes. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, Ken. I appreciate Arkansas working hard on a Saturday. By the way, your last Saturday of the month, I might that's add. Right. So that's right. So, but a benevolent uh, boss letting you skate for the rest of uh, the month. So. Hearing Ken refer to himself as a boss will never be normal. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Arcan Power Hour today and then the extended pregame with Monaco and Fleming in uh, Toronto. You're, you guys a big, think? you're a big uh, You're one of my favorite Bruins guys. You've been on it forever. You were talking about it on this station when other people were not. What do you think of the approach so far? Are you with Ken? What, and what would you do with the goalie situation? Uh, with the goalie situation, I think at this point trading one of them makes sense. I I still think Olmark has more value. I know he didn't play well in the playoffs, but neither did Swayman. Swayman's younger, but he didn't just win the Triple Crown in the Vesna, so I think that that's uh, something that has to at least be explored. I know the goalie, Mario, they said it was interesting, and he's right. Don Sweeney's right about that. Um, I like the Van Riemsdyk deal. I didn't expect that. I thought that was a nice little thing. But, yeah, but they uh, lost Bertuzzi. I know, but they were going to lose Bertuzzi. We heard that day one. We're losing Bertuzzi, we're losing Orloff, we're and losing I, everybody. We can't resign him. I don't regret the trade, first-round pick. If you're going for it, go for it. I mean, I think Bertuzzi is a deal you do again. Obviously, you wouldn't have the same. You wouldn't want the same outcome. But I was more upset they traded Hall than that they let Bertuzzi go. I liked Hall better than Bertuzzi. Yeah. That's a that's a personal preference uh, for me, though. But yeah, there's a lot of basketball going on. We'll talk about that in the Power Hour. And uh, I, did you guys talk about McDonough today? I didn't hear the whole show. Did you talk? We about did a McDonough? little bit. Yes. We did a little. Yes. Bit. That was something, huh? <laughs> that that was, was great. That was a story of the week. In my as opinion, I, as I told Curtis, it is refreshing that he's allowed to say that in this day and age on the team station and speak his mind. Who knows where it was coming from? And he's fired. No, <laughs> no but, I mean, but I, honestly, but I would say in 10, this, Ken, in 10 I, years I, prediction, you will not hear anything of like that ever again no, across the country. I, I agree with you. A team I, outlet. I echo those sentiments, uh, but I would say, and this is not, I, I love Sean. I've known him for a long time. I have a feeling that that was not solely his view. That there were people in, I don't know this, I have a feeling that there are people in that building that view the free pass that Cora gets and the excuses he makes as incredibly frustrating. And that may have been part of what you heard in that rant. Could very well be. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that. Arcan next. Enjoy your fourth, Curtis, and we'll listen for you on Monday. Uh, morning. Enjoy New York. <laughs> yep. Big ballpark tour. Yeah. City Field and Yankee Stadium. And we'll give you the review. Grog for gelato. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Down in Greenwich Village. Stiz, yeah. thank you. Always a pleasure, boys. See you, Stizzy.